0: Matthew, what's up? Hey, Sam. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me today.
1: Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate
0: it. Yeah, I think the last time we spoke was at C2E2, like 2011, when you were working with Jonathan Hickman.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, it takes <laughs> me back. That was probably the last time I was at C2E2.
0: You have a new hairdo since the last time I talked to you, but you also have this new book, Green Lanterns <laughs> Number One. It came out last yes. week. What was the r- response for the book?
1: The response was... I I mean, like, you work real hard on a book, especially, like, a new number one, and especially with a launch like Rebirth, and you have, like, pretty optimistic expectations, but this the response to Green Lanterns has really, like, been above and beyond anything I really expected to get. People are really... I know they're not exactly new characters, but people are really getting into Simon and Jessica, and that's exactly kind of where we wanted the fans to be. We, we, We want them to respond to these characters. We want them to feel invested in these characters because uh, that, that's really the characters are the cornerstone of this book. And one of the, the most amazing and delightful things that we found is just the, the, the fandom that has seemingly instantly exploded around these characters. People posting online that Jessica and Simon are already their, their favorite Green Lanterns. Uh, we've already seen cosplays of Jessica Cruz in her new costume. We see people, you know, doing fan edits and stuff on Tumblr and Twitter and all sorts of stuff. It's really heartening to see people uh, get so attached to these characters just right off the bat.
0: As the writer, how do you prepare to tackle a new series like Green Lanterns?
1: Boy, I you know, it's every every book is different. Every book is different, and especially this book was a really great challenge because because it's a rebirth. It's kind of a, a new start, so to speak, for the DC universe, but it's a blending of the new with the legacy. And I think that Green Lanterns is one of the most explicit expressions of that mission statement because you have the Green Lantern Corps, which is one of the most proud and prominent legacies in all superhero comics. And then you have these two characters who are, are literally rookies in this world and you have the, the old uh, and the new, you have the, the new characters in an established legacy. It's just fun, it's a fun place to be. It's a, it's a fun place to write for because there's so much to explore, but you get to do it through fresh eyes of these characters and it makes it exciting for, for me to write because it, 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 everything is new and everything is exciting and it makes it exciting for the readers too. For preparing for this book, Again, we, we really just focused on the characters first and foremost. Who are these characters? Why are they here? And how, how do they react to something like the Green Lantern Corps and having you know, this insanely powerful weapon on their finger at all times? Well, a lot of the early discussions between myself and uh, Jeff Johns, who knows quite a bit about Green Lanterns, obviously, uh, was, was really just about these characters as people, and not necessarily as Green Lanterns. but with people and who they are. And when you put them into this legacy, this legacy of courage over fear, how do they perform? What do they do? What are their reactions? What are their emotions? Uh, just because you have the ring doesn't mean you automatically become filled with courage. You have to get there somehow. That That's really was the bulk of our initial conversations about this book was who are these people?
0: And Simon Baez and Jessica Cruz are relatively new characters. Are you free to create on your own and create your own path or were you given kind of an outline for the first story arc?
1: No, I. Uh, in terms of the stories, I, it, was, it was sort of up to me where to go and how to get there. Simon and Jessica have uh, a little bit of history, mostly in the hands of Jeff, so it was great to, to work with him on the early stages of this. But, it, uh, you know, it, it, again, like we all came back to, what are these characters and, and what stories can we tell that really illuminate these characters and, and, and put them together in ways that are exciting and also kind of heartbreaking because they're heroes and you want them to succeed but they're, they're rookies too and uh, you can't just you know, jump into the seat of a, a Ferrari and uh, expect to be uh, competing at, at uh, Formula One speeds right off the bat. You're going to like grind that gearbox a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a learning curve especially for the most powerful weapon in the entire universe. It was, it was about, you know, showing who these, these people are as characters. It was about putting them together in ways that, that make them try, you know, figure out under duress whether or not they can trust each other, whether or not they like each other, whether or not they can work together. There's that whole buddy cop aspect where these are, these are strangers and they're forced to throw themselves and each other into these life-threatening situations. So they're not just figuring out who they are as individuals, they're figuring out who their partners are too. And then you, you have the, the, just the epic legacy of the Green Lantern Corps, and that's one thing we knew early on that these Green Lanterns are the protectors of Earth, but the entire mythos of the Green Lanterns is going to come crashing right down their heads, and already we've seen that with the guys of, uh, in the guise of uh, the Red Lanterns, uh, with Fleas and Atrocitus and Dextar, and with the uh, mysterious Rogue Guardian, who we've never seen before and is packing a weapon of mysterious potential.
0: I will go back to that mysterious potential, but since this is a diverse lineup of heroes, do you feel more pressure to represent Simon and Jessica properly?
1: I mean, yes and no. I mean, it, it, is, it is, diversity is really important. And I'm a big proponent of it. And so I feel like this is a really special, important opportunity to bring uh, a Mexican-American and a Lebanese-American uh, into such prominent roles. But, you know, primarily these are characters are individuals, just like any Mexican-American in real life or any Lebanese-American in real life. They're individuals with their own uh, points of view, their own uh goals and their own uh, drives that, that keep them going day to day. It's a very it's a, a very special opportunity it's an honor it's, it's great to have diversity on the page. you know of course with that in comics we also need uh, diversity in a creator pool too but having these characters in such strong positions especially in the DCU and especially in rebirth is a really big deal and uh, I'm really excited about it
0: Are you given liberties to include current events in your stories? Are we going to see Simon punch Donald Trump?
1: Uh, You're not going to see Donald Donald Trump getting punched by Simon, just because I I wouldn't give Donald the pleasure, but there are no (laughs) restrictions, no restrictions so far on including current events in this comic.
0: In Green Lantern's rebirth, it is mentioned that Simon and Jessica are part of the Justice League. Who's the first member of the team the duo will encounter?
1: Well, Jessica's already been a member of the Justice League even before she got a Green Lantern ring. She was a member of the Justice League as a power ring. And Simon has encountered the Justice League in his very first appearance, or maybe his his second appearance, um, under uh, Jeff Johns. So uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Simon met them all once, and Jessica... Forget exactly who she. No, she met them all once as, as a team as well. But you know, Jessica does have a great friendship with uh, Barry Allen, the Flash. You know, he's helped her through a lot when she was powering, and she's possessed by this ring of mysterious intentions, and uh, was, was kind of a, her uh, her guide into going from someone who's stuck in her apartment for three years into being uh, in the Justice League. There's there's definitely a connection there, and actually had a great conversation this week with Brian Hitch, writer of Justice League, and uh, we talked a lot about these two characters, we talked a lot about the other characters in the Justice League, um, how they're all going to relate to each other, and uh, came up with some pretty exciting ideas, It's uh, Justice League is going to be an, an insane book in Brian's hands, and uh, I'm really excited to have uh, Simon and Jessica in the mix, and he's really excited to write them. And, There's going to be a lot of cool stuff going back and forth between these two books and uh, some other books in the DC Universe. And I've probably already said too much, so there's your exclusive.
0: Awesome. I greatly appreciate that. And my (laughs) my follow-up question, in an interview with Comic Alliance, you mentioned that Batman wants the new ring. Can you talk about that at all?
1: Yeah, why wouldn't Batman want a new ring? I mean, everybody wants a power ring, right? I think I do.
0: I'm trying to think when, I think it was uh, during Blackest Night or one when Jeff Jones was expanding the universe of rings. I think Batman got the fear, got the Sinistros ring, and he did not like that at all. So I know he that he did not.
1: He, he didn't like that, and, and Batman and Hal have had such a, I was going to say a great relationship. They don't have a great relationship. It's a great relationship for a reader because it's so funny and dynamic to watch them fundamentally mistrust each other. But uh, I guess fundamentally a little strong, but uh, they're not close, we'll say that. And I think that has colored Batman's sort of perception of the power rings, I think it's safe to say that. With uh, Baz and Jessica Cruz, you know, uh, Batman and, and Jessica Cruz had a great moment together in Jeff's Justice League book, and there's that to build on. And I think Batman and, and Simon will have some interesting connections to make, and we'll be building on that. And. Uh, Batman is a strategist, and he is a guy who likes his toys, so there's a new power ring in play. I think it makes sense that he would be very interested in this ring.
0: With shows like Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead, audiences are getting used to no character being safe. One of the most epic deaths in comics was Kyle Raynard's girlfriend back in 1994. How high are the stakes in Green Lanterns?
1: Well, The stakes are incredibly high. I mean, uh, these are rookie Green Lanterns. They're thrown into the deep end. Like I said, they've got the most powerful weapon in the universe on their fingers at all times, but they don't really know what they're doing with them, you know, this is like lethal weapon with alien technology. And if there's one certainty in the DC universe, it's that earth is the most dangerous place in the cosmos. And that was in their hands. I think the stakes couldn't be higher and they're pretty unprepared to deal with them but uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they cope and uh, what they do with this new mantle of responsibility.
0: My last question, have you talked with Jeff Johns about Simon or Jessica appearing in the DC Cinematic Universe?
1: Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and straight up no comment (laughs) on that. I can can verify that I've spoken to Jeff Johns,
0: and we'll (laughs) leave it at that. (laughs) Sam, thank you so much for your time, and best of luck with this series.
1: Thank you so much for having me, man. I appreciate it.